Ja. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Monday Night Fever, Sydney's premier entertainment and music podcast. On this week's show, we've got... In a course with a horse. Salt and Pepper's only hardcore band. Vacuums. Which one does the best sucking? And much, much more. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us your love. Give us a rating. Now to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. It's Monday Night Fever. West Underground presents Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Monday Night Fever. Just We gonna help you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Monday Night Fever. The very first thing I want to talk about is producer Tom is in the corner of the room, and he just said this intro is too long. Now, can we tell Tom to go and uh, fuck himself? <laughs> because that <laughs> is a hit right there, baby. That is a hit. I love that intro. I think about it every week, and I go, "Fuck me, we couldn't have done any better it's if the we best tried." Song ever. The Godfather trilogy, it's like nine hours long. Tom, they can't hear you. Yeah. All they hear is the music today. Yeah, the music today. It's um, beautiful. If you don't like it, come on, tell us, tell us. And, um, you know, you can support Tom's side of the argument here and just let us know on Instagram or something whether you think the intro is too long. But if you love it, don't say anything and we'll keep it in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you. If you really, really love it, don't say a word. We'll keep it. Because the thing is, I. Honestly, I like listening to it, and I know we made it, yeah. but I like listening to it. I don't know, like, we'll, we'll touch on uh, the new Beatles AI song later, but, you know, you've got to like what you do. Oh, exactly, and I think all the time, every time I hear it, I go, we, if we had the opportunity to re-record it, I don't think we would come out with the same result. No, no, it'd be a different hit record. <laughs> it would be. It would, I think we should release just the song. I think we should uh, start a band. Maybe maybe we'll have a look at doing that, just releasing the song. And I think it will be in my top Spotify <laughs> <laughs> listens every year. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to a Monday Night Fever. Um, Hamish, I want to kick off really by talking about how I'm getting old as fuck now, right? And I things hurt. Things are really hurting. Tom and I, who's in the corner, still angry about the fact that the intro is too long for his tastes. Someone said the same about Freebird once, Tom, and they were idiots as well. Um, yeah, Tom and I played sports today in the rain, and I cannot walk right now. I don't know if you've seen that. This, I know this is audio. I've got a big old strap on this ankle. Yeah, I saw that when you came in, Az. It, I... It's not like a badass look. Remember, like, Nelly wore the fucking... Uh, the, like, the Band-Aid, as you would yeah. call it in Australia, under his eye. Um... Yeah, I'm just, I'm in a lot of pain. I hurt me back the other day. Things oh. just aren't, like, you get older and you go, oh, there's consequences to these actions. Indeed. I can't do a hangover anymore. The hangovers are too much. Did you, uh, did you, did you go out at all this week? I went out on Friday night. Where did you go? Lots of places. Lots, it's, lots, it just lots kind of, of was places. a bit of a blur. But um, yeah, anyway, I went out and I went out after work and, and it's never good going out after work because I, I always like going home and getting changed and coming out nice and fresh and mm. you know, the hair's fluffy and whatever else. Empty in the tank before you go out. Yeah, that's why. That's that's it. Exactly that. And then this time I went out full <laughs> tank on hand. You don't go out with a loaded shotgun, man. <laughs> You don't want to do it. I, th I think I, I know what you're talking about, but I think it's the best time to go out. But honestly, it was. And I like. Not uh, with a loaded 
Chocolate, of course. <laughs> no, maybe not. Leave that at home. But um, anyway, so I went out and I was seeing one of my friends I hadn't seen in a long time. And it was just, it's just fun, man. And it was the daggiest I've ever looked in my entire life. And what does daggy mean? Oh, daggy means like, um, I don't know, looking like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Not really, but you that, always, that kind of idea. You always look like Shaggy Oh, from mate, Scooby-Doo. I look like Shaggy, you know, had, a, had, a, had another life and was reborn, you know. Mm. Without the minor scoops. Yeah, I'll be your scoops. <laughs> so where, where did you head into? Did you go into Sydney? Well, we're already in the city, mm. um, as luck would have it. So, Because <laughs> <laughs> we live there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got, so we started there, I suppose, in the middle of, like, around where the QVB is, which is not a bad spot, mm. spot to start. And then I could not fucking tell you any of the places we went to because I've never really been there before and mm. I don't know their names and we we won't go in there because, oh, this is a named place. We've heard such good things about it. I fucking have never done that anyway. Well, do you, honest. was you just tanning up and being like, oh, that looks cool and going in there? Yeah, this is, this is in close proximity to where we've just left. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't be fucked to walk another kilometre up the road. I think people put too much effort into, well, we go to that bar. And then if you make, you know, if there's a group of you as well, and you make that journey, you make that pilgrimage to that bar, and it's shit. That is the end of your night. Yeah. Because you cannot get 10 people to move again. And I hate people too that don't be honest about the places they're at, right? Mm. Like, because I'm like, yeah, if it's shit, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And you'll move on. Yeah, I'll tell everybody and be like, yeah, I'm not doing this. But some people are like, justify the shitness just because it was maybe their idea or whatever else. And they're like, no, 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 it's pretty good. Like, isn't the food quite good? And you're like, no, it's Isn't this a cool spot? Yeah, they gave us a bowl of nuts. This is not fucking food. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Unfortunately, mate, just look at the draw when you go out, isn't it? It is. When when was this? Was this Friday? This was Friday. I I went out yesterday with Abby. We... (laughs) I God bless my missus, right? She's got two degrees. She's an intelligent, an intelligent woman. No, she likes. She makes me cultured, right? And anyone who listens to this knows I'm not very cultured. But we went to a museum yesterday, and she sold it to me by. There's a World War Two tank, right? Straight away, I'm up for that, right? Yeah. A World War Two tank inside the museum. One, I thought, isn't it a good thing that the tank was already there and they built the museum around it? I thought, like, that happened sense. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) It's too heavy to move. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. We'll put some nice artwork around it. That's where the tank lives. Anyway, so we turn up. We get to the city. uh, We're we're walking. It's pissing down. Of course, it is. It's Sydney now. That's that's the new... That's Liverpool now. It just pisses down. And then we get there. The tank exhibition is closed, Right. So she's made me go all the fucking way to the city for this tank, right? The only thing I care about is this tank. At this point, all's, all's, all's I care about in life is seeing this tank. We get in, it's closed. I'm like, beautiful. This means time for a Guinness. We spent all afternoon, early evening in the rocks, <laughs> drinking my body weight. I was a man-made tank of Guinness yesterday. <laughs> And uh, if you can smell me today, you'll know why. But that was, you know, like an unplanned. Yeah, they're day the best. Out. That was it. Was it was the best time we've had. Like I know we went to see Maca last week. That was all very formulaic, and this is what we're doing. This mm. is where we're going. We just went, and we were. Oh, where, where do you want to eat? What should we have? Boom, into I, it. I always I loved have the it. most fun doing that. Yeah, because every time I plan something, I'm like, oh. Uh, as long, but then when you go do something that you haven't planned and somebody else's planned to the mm. T, it's like, oh, even this is frustrating. You don't want to notice, though. So, you know, though, I get bad FOMO. Tom's Tom's nodding away there in the corner. I, I get FOMO worse than any human being ever. My friend Josh has just had a little baby, and he was in our local pub, and he sent me a picture of him and the baby at the pub, and I'm in the city. I'm drinking Guinness. This is the best time. There's music. This is the best time ever for me. And something in my mind was like, if I finish this pint now, we could get back to the local pub. Where it's like, the local pub is shit. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no entertainment. There's nothing yeah. on. And that FOMO thing in my brain was like, oh no, you've got to, you've got to get, you've got to get home, Jack. You've got to get home. So did you go home? No, did I? Fuck. I carried on drinking Guinness. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I've got a video I'll show you later of Abby singing away to this karaoke. Um, for, for you guys, do you think if you if you were to talk about a Hollywood actor I look like, who would you say it was? Jackie Chan. Thomas. Steven Seagal? Yes. <laughs> Jason Seagal? No. Uh, Steve, Steven Seagal. So uh, this, the the woman, the, the, the singer-songwriter, this, this unbelievable beast on the stage said, bloody hell, Bradley Cooper's in the room. Oh. Right? And I'm like, me? And she's like, yeah, has no one ever called you Bradley Cooper before? I was like, no. Abby was not happy about it. You don't even look like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey. World sexiest man, I think, 2011. <laughs> I I'll apparently do. I apparently do look like Bradley Cooper. I look nothing like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But she thought you did. So yeah. Maybe she was after a bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe she was after a bit of coop. <laughs> maybe she just was fucking blind. <laughs> she did have those big... <laughs> overzealous <laughs> fucking glasses on those like big fish tank glasses on you know like 1970s coronation street big boom glasses um yeah savers for her but you know it was an, it was a nice compliment no i get like, you do, i've been dining out on it ever since do you know i've got a few compliments like that in my life and if my ego when it hears that goes yeah, maybe maybe I do look like Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe they're right. Yeah, in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> next, like next week I'm wearing six scarves. Yeah, six scarves, and you're drinking a mega pint of wine. That's it. Yeah, it, it's it's nice when someone. But have the you ever been called an ugly celebrity? Because that that hurts more. Where's all grommets I've had before? Uh, who's who's the who's the cunt out of Simply Red? What? Who's the singer? Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall, yeah. Tom nodding away, doing his homework. Mick Hucknall, you, you know. <laughs> oh, you know who I got? And I'd show you. Yeah, go on. This is probably the worst one I got. Andre Renew. I don't know who that is. You know that that guy? <laughs> you buy like, he he's made a DVD of all of his concerts. And he's the guy who plays like violin. Oh my god! That guy, yeah, the classical oh, guy, the classical guy. Someone said I look like oh, Andre Renu, and I was like, currently or when he was like, yeah, you I, do I have a bit of that about you. Yes, it's called class. Jack. Andre Ryu, isn't it? Andre Ryu. Andre Ryu now in concert with the Philharmonic Orchestra. Yes, and you be the- you do look like him. Oh, that's not a good one, that Hamish. That is not... He looks like your pervy uncle. Not your specific pervy uncle, but a pervy uncle. Look, well, that's what I mean. I was like, is this a fucking compliment or are you trying to rain on my parade? I don't know. <laughs> but I, then I, but there was a there was a bit of a hint of like going, oh, do they think I'm classy? Classy, right? yeah. You look, oh, you look a bit classy and a bit dirty. That's what it is. Like, you look a little bit classy uh, would you like and a little bit dirty. bit dirty. Would you like me to... Taste the wine. I don't know, but that's what it kind of felt like. But also at the same time, are you calling me an old cunt? I don't know. How do I? I how do I, I take? I, I think the I think the ages think you you're mm. you look a lot older since I've met. Yeah, but I think it might be might be my fault that you look so old now. You used to have such boyish good looks. I know. Now I look like Andre. Ryu. Yeah. Ryu. Is he? What is he? Is he French, Dutch, English? I don't know. He's got to be. I I think he's Swiss by the look of him. Thomas, Andre Ryu. I Ah, he's Dutch. Ah. You have a you do have the Dutch the Dutch like boy haircut. Like if I could if I could set like if I could dress you for Halloween, I'd put you in those like knee high socks. Is that the thing that gives me away with having a bit of like little bit of Dutch in me? Or is it the fact that I'm six foot five? I don't know. Take your yeah, I forgot you are Dutch, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you do have that Dutch, but he, yes, is, he fucking is Dutch. <laughs> do you know what oh, I wish? So Dutch. I wish a lot of time, though, that I was like one particular thing, right? Because I would love to just be like all Dutch or like all Irish or all English or like all French yeah. or all, all something, yeah, something, right? Because yeah. it's like, ah, every... 
you know. You have got the whitest recipe in that pan, haven't you? Boy, you got the white jeans in there, man. But they're every jean in there, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're not just there's not just one. I'm like a proper Australian in the fact that I'm like a that I'm like absolute mongrel, you know what yeah. I mean? Like crossbred. just crossbred. Yeah. All of the like but but it, it sucks too cuz when you're doing history, right? You're like Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. You know when the like English people are like, yeah, fuck the French. You're kind of like, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm also, you know, like I, I am a bit English, but I can't hate the French because I'm also fucking French. So yeah, uh, like ah, maybe you just I, shouldn't have hate in your heart. I, but I would like to have a bit of that, but I can't because I'm just kind of taught by the universe into the genes, obviously, that you're. You're a bit of everyone. You're a bit of it's everyone. nice to be a mix. It I is, know, it's but nice. Be, but be, you know, when you talk to real Irish guys that are out here and they're like, you know, I fuck the English, you know, fuck them, fuck them right to hell. And you're, and you're like, yeah, Derby. You know, well, I'm a, I'm a bit of you, but I'm a bit of that and I'm a bit of this and a bit yeah. of that. Which but I can't take your Your Michael Jackson, the AF song. That's what you are, mate. You're Literally. a bit of everything. You're a bit of everything. You wouldn't sing it. Except anything really abroad. <laughs> yeah, anything, anything else. Except really abroad. Uh, well, we've got everyone. Uh, just wanted to talk about the release of a podcast we did this week uh, with the band Wicked Envy. You can check that out now on our YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you. Uh, but I think if you were a mix of, like, you've got that nice mix. You know what I mean? You've got beautiful eyes. got long, flowing Dutch hair. And you're really tall, and that's the German in you. That is the German. I've got a, like, we've got a, do you want to know, this is the weirdest combination in the family genes, right? So, so my, on my grandmother, like my grandmother, on my dad's side, mm. he, my grandmother on that side, she, the only German we've really got is is from her. But uh, she, So her, my grandmother's, uh, grandfather yeah. was a was a German immigrant who moved to Australia. Moved to Australia at a very bad time because the the it was only a couple of years before the Second World War. Oh started, yeah, shit, right. Yeah. So when he when he moved to Australia, so people found out he was German. They were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so yeah. he or, or maybe it was a she. I don't know. But anyway, so one of them married the Irish immigrant that came across, mm. which stopped them from being put into a. Um, so we had like prisoner camps in Australia. Yeah. So the prisoner camps, so if you were Japanese or you were German, Australia rounded you all up and put you in a camp. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he, he or she then had to pretend to be Irish from that point on. Oh, so they were just <laughs> they doing a German-Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to attempt that. I know I'm not going to be able to do that. Because my German is always this one. Yeah, it's always up here. And Actually, it's really nice. I think it was a German German woman. So, like, it was a great 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 grandmother was a like migrated to Australia, and, like because they left Germany because Germany was in a recession after Germ- World War One. Yeah, like, Germany yeah. was completely fucked. So they moved out here, had a couple of years here, mm-hmm. met an Irish chick, and then was like, oh, I met an Irish dude, and was you know now the roundup for the prisoner camps are here, and it's like. Yeah, where, where's she from? Where's Where's Hans from? Ah, oh, Ireland, <laughs> du- Dublin, of course, of course. Where else? Where bloody else would he be from? Hans, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a uh, ocean. It's one of those names that don't really mean anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Neve, Neve, yeah, Neve. But then the, the and that's another weird thing too, because then the rest are like ah, the rest of the family, right? On the on the on my on, on the other side. A pretty rough time with the Germans. Mm. Weren't, weren't. <laughs> didn't, lo- didn't love the Germans. <laughs> no. Back then, we mean not now. The Germans are lovely people. But, um, <laughs> but it's, it's weird too, because you kind of go, well, <sighs> fuck man, history's. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're just both sides of it, right? I mean, as long as none of them was a Nazi, you're all right, aren't you? You know what I mean? But yeah. eventually, the thing is, someone's family has got to be Nazis. This is, this is the way. This is a Jürgen Klopp, the Liverpool manager. I think all the time, oh, his dad was definitely in the Hill of Youth, wasn't he? <laughs> but everyone had to be. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the way it is. You just had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you've got a bit of South African in there. Yeah, well, that was because after the, the World War, the Second World War, they said, uh, you've done us a lovely hand here by mm. by by dodging, by dodging in the Germans to us. Yeah. 
uh, citizen of the Commonwealth, where would you like to go? And they were like, oh, well, we've co- we colonised South Africa before you came and said you did it. Mm. We'll go back there. Went to South Africa, stayed there for a couple of years. We went, no, well, take a... Let's go to Australia. I had enough here. Yeah, let's go somewhere with this. Place somewhere, is a bit, the this place is not very nice. <laughs> yeah. You can't forget history. Can't forget history. So we came to Australia. But then the other, my dad's side of Australia was, so my, my grandfather that you've met, mm. man, sixth generation Australian, first fleet. Yeah, the OG. Yeah. So we were kicked out of England too. Yeah. I mean... I'm glad I'd kick you out of England anyway, anyway. You anyway. Uh, while we're... Uh, I just want to mention, actually. So we spoke about celebrity boxing last week. Um, obviously, the Fury impression. <laughs> that was very good. I received love and a little bit of hate because apparently it doesn't sound like any specific one. And I think it's like a Beatles impression. People just do a, a, an impression of all of them mixed. We got our first hate message last week too i'll let you go and go on but let's I just let's, need to let's not talk about it because people might think no oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna bitch about them and then no and then and then we're gonna read it out on a podcast oh no but i was honestly i was telling tom this this week that i was i was honestly a bit little bit flattered mm. do you know what i mean and every time like because i always have this huge unfathomable amount of anxiety that sits on my chest and sometimes cripples me about putting out little clips and stuff because I'm like, oh, you know, and you, oh, maybe somebody might say something. Maybe somebody might. Mm. We put it out on Instagram and everyone was like, oh, you fucking guys rule, you know? Yeah. Well Woo, done. And I was you? like, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> we put it out on TikTok. One guy comments, losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And I clicked on it. Fuck, that just broke my heart. Losers. (laughs) And I clicked on his profile. Yeah. And I kind of saw like... (laughs) Losers. I love that. And I was kind of like, oh, you just want a podcast, man, that you get 250,000 views. Don't lie. Losers. Losers. Was it for that one? That that video we did. Yeah. And he just commented on it. Losers. And I was like... Well, you know what? And it made me happy because I was like, yes, we're living somebody else's dream. At least dream it's here. not like, the, you know, at least it weren't like hateful. <laughs> Just being like, losers. Fucking respect. Uh, can we not make this a thing now where people listen and go, oh, well, we'll do that. Like, don't mention on there. Like, if someone wants to comment, Jack has a huge penis. Like, I'm, I'm going to be so angry and not read that out on the podcast. <laughs> Make it specific. But um Jack's got big gentle hands. Yeah, like like we do have fragile egos, so don't try to flatter us too much. Losers. But, but losers. Like I was like man. That's quality. But I also thought too, maybe, maybe we're starting to make it a little bit now. Because people are starting to shit on us and I, I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? Like the thing is <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. Like it's it's called as losers. But maybe he's having a bit of a shitty day. You know what I mean? Maybe. And he's seen us with our beautiful locks, your Dutch hair boy, uh, haircut boy. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. And then just went, fuck it, I'm just gonna take a shit on these people. But uh if you're out there, mate, you know, there's there's help. Um and thank you for giving me the entertainment. Losers. Losers, losers. And I was, you know, you, they have to hate us to make us. You know what I mean? Mm, losers. Bit what a bastard! What a bastard! And what the colonel said in Elvis's thing, he's like, even if they hate us or they love us, let's make them buy both. Yeah, and that was the accents Tom Hanks went with. <laughs> that Elvis. I don't know. No, maybe not. Yeah, that was one of the strange ones. Um, yeah. Speaking of the uh, podcast hate, uh, I watched. Joe Rogan with Elon Musk this week. Um, I we've spoken about billionaires on here, right? And like you're like, yeah, but I like Elon Musk, and I can't dislike him. I do like him, right? Just fucking like him. I Just do, stand no, by I do, him. and I'll be honest. That Cybertruck looks fucking badass. Yeah, I would have like, one. I would have one of those, but. <laughs> He doesn't know a thing about fighting. He doesn't know he a thing doesn't, about a lot of things. I man. think I think Rogan's talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, we, we get them in like a, 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 a no, it's like a front arm lock, and then you pull you pull their arms, 
and then you put your finger up the bum hole and then you turn them round and then you, you what you do is you grab them in and Rogan's like, Oh, you mean like a <laughs> and you can tell Rogan's sitting there thinking, You're a genius. But just pretend. Just for a minute, admit you don't know fucking everything. You know what I mean? But he doesn't. If, yeah, but he pretended he did. <laughs> and he fucking does. That'd be like you and I uh, trying to talk about the car. That's Cybertruck, right? That's bigger than our minds will ever understand. What he's done, what he's done with his rockets, right? Unbelievable, right? But... We don't don't pretend you know about fighting, but I would like to see the Zuckerberg fight. Yeah, I would like to see let's, that. Let's make, let's make it happen. But I I don't know. I again more respect for Elon this this time because I suppose he had nothing to really kind of come on the podcast and, and talk about that yeah. was like world changing or anything. And it was just it's just refreshing to see like like he's a billionaire, but he's also very dorky and daggy and i think he's now on a level of comfort with with joe that he's he's not like if you watch those first two it's like i'm a professional i'm here but then this one this one in particular like he's eating fucking pizza and stuff and he's like don't tell them it's us because maybe they might have some i just say we will (laughs) we will never eat on this podcast because it's just them on the podcast going yeah that's really good pizza <laughs> for but like when, five minutes but when he's like ordering the pizza and joe's like yeah tell him it's us and you know maybe they might get us here quick and elon's like don't tell him it's us insinuating that they might have they might come on the pizza because it's yeah. Joe Rogan and, elon <laughs> and i thought that was really funny and it's just nice to hear elon you know and look I, I love when he's talking about buying twitter and he's like i had to do it to save humanity and i'm like couldn't you spend 44 billion dollars on twitter there's like 8 billion of us. If you wanted to use that money a little bit wiser, it wouldn't have been Twitter. <laughs> like, I get, I get the idea behind it, but like, come on, man. Don't be like, oh, well, it all starts with Twitter. You know what I mean? Or X. We did have a point to some degree, because I mean, like, look at, look at, look at San Fran, and I'll almost look at how the world's kind of, been changed by Twitter and a lot of opinion pieces. And a lot of like, I don't know, man. I do feel like he's got some degree of, you know, like, I, I, and I do think he's changed X to some degree as well. You yeah, know, you can I, now I, go on X and see somebody fucking a horse. Well, couldn't see that before. We'll get to that in a minute. But like, I, I think Twitter was already okay, and and I mean that because like Twitter's been no holds barred for years. Yeah, but I think what concerned Elon and what concerned a lot of other people too were when the and you can you can go read about this now. Um, what's his name? Matt Taibbi, who did the Twitter files. Yeah, go read about what he had to like about all the information that came out about Twitter, and it was just like the way of just kind of like um creating creating narratives, and I think that's a really scary thing, and especially mm. when like, especially with the bots and shit like that. Yeah, and especially just having a platform and it's like, okay, well, you guys and anything else that is not part of the the plan, man, we got to silence that shit straight away. And if the truth, it is the truth. And if it is... And if they, there are people impression. Getting, and if it is, and if it is, and we'll tell you, you can, you can tweet it, but we will not allow it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That was a good Bob Dylan. I know you didn't mean to do Bob Dylan then, but that was was not a bad Bob Dylan impression. Ah, well. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought. Look, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. And like I say, I I I struggle to dislike him. I do struggle to dislike him. I really want a Tesla. I really do want a Tesla. I'm Me. seeing them everywhere, and I'm like, they are a sexy looking car. Me too. As long as I get the Cybertruck, I'll be happy. You. What are you gonna do with a Cybertruck? Look, I'd do the same thing. They would just drive around in it looking cool as fuck, looking like I'm from the future, looking yeah. like I'm from Mars. Yeah. Like, imagine listening to David Bowie's Life on Mars in a fucking cyber truck. Like, that it is would a spaceship be my favourite Instagram story that I'd ever make. Is there life on... And you get, you get a little somebody to film you with a little drone. I'd fucking... Sorry, this is just self-indulgent. Yeah, it does. So but it'd be so fun. God, you are a loser. Yeah, maybe. Maybe... <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe he was right. Um, <laughs> That's really all I wanted. <laughs> and also, I'd want to see too on a hot, sunny day in Australia if you could just kind of park that because you know when it gets really fucking yeah, hot. Yeah, I think like, cook an egg. You yeah. can just cook bacon and eggs on like. You know, I the that, I don't know how well that would do with the heat because it's fucking bulletproof. I don't know how well that would do. Uh, you It'd do you, well in Wolf Creek. I tell you that. You mentioned uh, you mentioned the horse video. So oh, yeah. about six episodes ago, we spoke about the phantom man who'd been caught raping horses. All right. A little bit of back context. It's, it's in the archive somewhere. I wish you had that. a rewind. I think <laughs> the, epi- <laughs> the episode was called How'd You Fuck a Horse? No, the episode, okay, maybe it was. But the, the, the context behind it, I'll give a quick recap, was I went to Parramatta Jail and there was a part of the, and I went on the ghost tour and there was part of the ghost tour where we went to the ins- the insane part of the thing where they had people that were there for, that were really quite insane. And one of the people that they had in this ward, he was there from having sex with a horse twice at the early 19th centuries. And my mind, no one else asked this question, but my mind was thinking, was it his horse? How did they catch him? Because this is predates cameras, mm. phones. Whatever else. So did his neighbour just dob him in and saying he's been having sex with a horse? Or did the sergeant have to catch him in the act? The sergeant's just the on his way time. home every day and he's the like, Oi, get out of it, mate. It, yeah. and That's just, not your horse, mate. Just, you can't fuck that horse, mate. Or is he sneaking over. into somebody else? Is he sneaking into the sergeant's paddock and getting up on a ladder and fucking the horse? Or is the horse fucking him? Does the horse have a crush on him? Did the horse seduce him? I don't know. We These don't are know. all the questions I had until this week when a man put up a video of him bending over and a horse penetrating. Yeah. Did you know penetrate? I was a big horse cock, that. Al- Alfred horse cock. But it's fucking vile. But the horse looked like he was, like, this is, this is their regular thing. This yeah. Is their regular yeah. Sunday, yeah. Right? On, on Tuesdays, we go for a run. He gives me an apple and a bum Tony. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Tuesday. Why, what do you do? What do you do? Don't judge me. I'm walking out that we've got a painting of a horse in this room. <laughs> well, that is a zebra. That is like an exotic. Is that, is that not a horse? Oh, same, same, innit? Same, yeah. same. Looks a bit more like a donkey to me, but... Uh, yeah, it, it's very, very graphic. I I can't stress enough how much you hurt my eyes and how I will never lose that image out of my mind again. Because that horse just goes in dry. You know what I mean? Yeah. No foreplay. Hoofs on shoulders and everything. Just in there. Unreal. <laughs> getting in there, getting amongst it. Yeah, you think you've seen it all. Like, didn't we do a review? Did we do the thing? Did we do this on air or off air? I can't really remember, but we talked about the fish. Oh, uh, we did do that on air, yeah. The lady who put the fish in her. Yeah. In <laughs> and you, you think you've seen it all. You think, yeah, yeah. You think, that's I've the, seen it all. That, that, that's the good thing about the internet. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, you know what I mean? Information at our fingertips. Do you know that Jake Bug song? I swear to God, I've seen it all. Yeah, you haven't anyway, seen it all. It's, it's a horse fucking a man. And now I think I've seen it all because I've now seen a horse fucking man. Like, where do we go next? Where does it go? Where do we go now? Like, what are we getting to? Like, it's fucking insane. Yeah. And have you heard the backstory behind this? So the, uh, the it's an Irish trainer and he's saying that his competitor has put the video up with his name on it and blared the guy's face out to say it's him. And he's like, that's not me. But I think he put his name down as like Michael Hanley or something on there. And he's like, Michael Hanley is like, that is not me. This guy's just trying to put me out of business. <laughs> But that's exactly it's the fake same news thing that you say if you were... If you that's were what I'd say, yeah. Horse, that's what, what I'd mean? say. Would you put the horse down after it? Do you reckon that horse sees him as his girlfriend or him as his little dirty little bitch? <laughs> anyway, on to bigger important things <laughs> in the world. Come here, you little slut. Yeah, it's wild. The internet keeps on giving fucking losers. Fucking losers. Anyway, Tom, if you wouldn't mind, I know you said you wanted to stick it out on this, but I think your story about the vacuum is absolutely hilarious. And if you don't want to share it with us, that's okay. But it is a good... Uh, uh, welcome to the podcast, my baby big brother. He said he wasn't going to do it, but now he's been drawn into it. and um, He's been in his corner doing producing stuff. He has no choice. You guys can't see us, but uh, we've actually got going? a bazooka pointed under the table right in <laughs> between Tom's Am legs. I on? Yeah, you're on, you're on baby. Oh, are we? How, How is everyone we? going at home? 
Oh, wow, you like, you know, all right, means what have you been up to, lad? You've been on, been on your holidays, or what, well, lad? I played footy today, didn't yeah, I? You're very tired, aren't you? Uh, Tom and I had an argument today on the no, pitch. No, 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 we never had an argument. Uh, I, I, I think it was an argument. Jack, There's two sides to this story. Jack, uh, I was in goal, and Jack was playing hold him and fielder. Did you nutty him? Well, no, I, I told him to get out. And he come up with some excuse. No, I said he was too slow getting out. I said I'm holding. Whatever, whatever. It was an excuse. It was it was bullshit. He's a bullshit artist. <laughs> He's a fucking loser. And I told him again. <laughs> I said, loser, get out. Yeah. Um, and I turned around and said, he called me. He called me the most horrendous thing. He called me. I can't even say. A cunt. I called him a cunt. I said, I said, like, what the fuck See are you talking you about? Next Tuesday. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? You cunts. And I give it me scout. Got in there. And then he bottled it then. And then uh, I was like, he bottled oh, it. There's kids yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. And everyone was like, you said, you just called a cunt. And I was like, oh, it's just me brother. Don't worry. He's not offended by it. Mm. Anyway, uh, so. Tell us your vacuum story. Oh, well, it's not really a story. Tell us the story about how you vacuum sucks you off, Tom. Come on. It's so, no. So we've we've got a one of them little rumba vacuum cleaner things. A rumba. Other other rumba brands rumba. are available. Other brands are available. Yeah. Uh, just in time for Christmas as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, rumba. Uh, do You're be in lonely. touch about some sponsorship. No. So we we've got this vacuum cleaner, and it, you know it goes off and and cleans and stuff and. Um, we decided to call the vacuum cleaner Becky. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I think just it looked like a vacuum Becky. Becky. Don't know. It sort of fits. Yeah, it's the same 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 same. Basically, we we talk to this vacuum cleaner in the most uh, hor- <laughs> like horrendous derogatory terms <laughs> that you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we talk to this vacuum cleaner like 1950s men in a pub, like, you know. I don't want to fucking clean that kitchen, you little slut and stuff. <laughs> and to be fair, it, it does. It cleans the kitchen. It gets on with it, it's yeah. pretty good, yeah. I does love... Make... Sorry, go on, mate. Go on, you go. Oh, I was going to say, does it make you feel better too? Because it's not a... It's not a... It's, you're not saying nasty things to a human, but sometimes when you are a bit frustrated, sometimes, like, I, I yell at my, like, you know, I yell at my car... I yell at my computer, I yell at my phone. When Siri, Siri gets abused by but, me. But but there's something about yelling out loud at something, and I think it's maybe can't it's... De- that can't defend itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sucker. So and and it's just an inanimate object, so you you do you look quite stupid when you do it, but there is something that kind of goes, I feel better now. Mm. We sort of like, you know, we just like sort of push the envelope with it, like. Like we'll be sitting there and one of us will say something and then the other one will come back with the most disgust, like, <laughs> disgusting thing. What like. does your partner say? Does she? Oh, no, yeah, she's well in. Hi, Chelsea. Well in on it as well, yeah. Uh, I just you know. love the idea of, like, Cybernet goes online and your vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Sa- yeah. Who are you calling a naughty little <laughs> slut? Yeah. I am not a slut. I am robo-sucker. But you know, I what? have never engaged in sexual intercourse. I'll have you know. My advice would be to anyone out there: uh, use up any toxic masculinity you've got by being super offensive to your blender or your <laughs> microwave. Just get it out there. Me, me and Chelsea too. Yeah. yeah. So you know. Do you ever say things to the vacuum cleaner that you feel bad about? Uh, what like? Um, like admit stuff. Yeah. No, but I do say things like, uh, oh, you know, Becky, Canelo oh, wish Chelsea had actually emptied the dishwasher every now and again. Oh. You know, passively, aggressively to... <laughs> yeah. So it's also with, therapy. Have a go at Chelsea. Yeah, like. it's therapy, innit? What's it called again? Becky. No, but what's the brand called? Uh, Rumba. Other, other, other brands are available. Buy a, buy a Rumba today. Your personal therapist. Yeah. Th- Tell her all the things <laughs> that you don't like about your spouse. Your dirty little cleaning slut in your own home. Treat her like the 1950s maid you've never had. Yeah. That's that's filthy, that's home. That's what I we, never knew you had that in you. That, that's that's that, what we that, do. That, that. I mean, to be honest, you know, look, like, we, you know, we don't really, like, we don't really sit there and, like, you know, it's, it's all tongue-in-cheek. 
Mm. You know What's what the mean? naughtiest thing you've ever What's said to me? I, I, I can't tell What's you that, What's the man. dirtiest thing you've ever said? The dirtiest thing I ever say to <laughs> Becky is the next thing. <laughs> you know, you just never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Becky goes slow. Oh, I feel like we have to keep chiming in. It is a vacuum cleaner. It's, look, it's a, yes. it's a vacuum yeah, cleaner. Becky's, Becky's not it's a partner. It's other brands are available. Yeah, it's a dirty little sucker. Pick that up, you slut. Yeah. It's all that stuff. Uh... This brings me on nicely, I suppose, to uh, this new Beatles song. I don't know, your segue. Well, now and then it's easy to, to find a good segue. It is. Oh, well, oh, you just produced the shit out of that song, didn't you? I can produce, yeah. Yes. I have been known to do it. That was good. Uh, so I'm going to disappear. Catch you in a bit. From vacuums to segues. From <laughs> Rumba. Uh, so, yeah, the Beatles have released their final song. Which is quite a somber thing, but also... And I can't tell you how much of an amazing thing this is because you have to realise that the Beatles broke up in 1969. And... Was it 69? No, I think it was 70, but I think really, (laughs) really that was... You know, that was just more of a... Let's call it... Let's call it... Let it be. You you don't know what happened in the background. It was was more of a... You know, it was a a 70s thing in the... In the 60s, yeah. But it was really a... You know, fuck off, leave me alone. Cares, I fucked up the dates. But who cares the point of this story is it was a long time before. It was eons. Like nearly, nearly, what is it? Nearly 50 years between that, or more, mm. between the end of the Beatles and this new song. Like, you know, the Rolling Stones, and I, I don't know if it's just because, you know, the Stones did something recently and the Beatles feel like, oh, you know, you know, it's, we're getting a bit old now, but maybe we should release something before we go, you know. Who's that George who's been dead for 22 years? Oh, no, that was my McCartney thing. Oh, okay. You know, George Harrison is very, very slow and meticulous with everything he says. That's not know? bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. I can't do a Ringo to save my life, but John, I can do one day to day. Just depends how much yelling I've been doing on my vacuum. Um, I think it's something to behold, to be honest. I think it's really, I I know this sounds so childish, but I just think it's really nice. It is, it is. And the the video that accompanies it with, uh, with like John in the video and George there, it's just, it's, it's just beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. To see them all together, Paul as an old man, Ringo somehow looking younger than he did when he was in the band. Yeah. And just, uh, so, I'm not, I'm not saying the song is unbelievable. Um, I don't think it is. But the idea of them all being together again and on this song for what will be the last thing the Beatles yeah. ever do, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the video is awesome for it, man. No, but in all seriousness, it was very touching to see that, like, George... Paul and Ringo came together in there in the in the 90s as old men yeah. to like honor their friend a little bit and yeah. to sit down and and also just like be together. Yeah. Cuz you always kind of want to imagine them together but I'm sure that they It's nice when they come together. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Classic funny joke, mate. Yeah. You know, and I've got a feeling that they've broken Oh, up. come on. That's enough, Noel. Come on. Take it easy, Noel. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy, Noel. It's, uh, no, it's just really cool. And I think with, with, with John, like where John's in it and like the orchestra's playing and he's like in the video and he's like pissing about and it, yeah, it's just, I just hope it's not forgotten about the way things are. Like, fuck, we do a weekly sh- We do two weekly shows. Like, uh, uh, content is constantly coming and going and moving. And I just hope it, it stays around. Because, like, I feel like Get Back still gets spoken about a lot, the documentary series. I just hope it's one of those things that kind of lives and stands the test of time. Because yeah. it is something to behold. Well, just think of how many records they would have broken, right? It's the longest... It's the longest time a song's ever been in the oven, right? Everyone mm. says like, oh, <laughs> someone says, oh, it's a long time between you two release records of mm. like 10 years. And then it's like, well, no, it's a long fucking time before the Beatles put out a yeah. song. It was 50 years before they put out their yeah. new single. And um, so I reckon they would have set a record there. Because you have to think like who else sat on a song for 50 years? Yeah, no one. Yeah. No one's done that. Especially with the, the, the end of the band being so fat. And that, that's the other thing is it's, I, I th- will 
after McCartney dies, will his estate allow him to be used for the purposes of AI so that you will always be able to hear a Paul McCartney song? Or will he just let it be and just let Paul... Because Paul will be... They, it, it's something that will be remembered in 100 years. The Beatles will be remembered in 100 years. Yeah. I suppose it all comes down to how well... Um Stella's clothing line will be gone <laughs> quite well. I think it's always going to go <laughs> how, quite well. And how how much the you know and how well the grandkids are doing? Yeah, you know? whether they're like, oh, oh, there's a there's a way of making more money out of this. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got license on him for another seventy years. Because like you know, we were talking about the Beatles concert last week when John came on on the screen. Like, we all said we got really emotional. None of us were alive when John Lennon was alive. Yeah, yeah. But we still feel that connection to him. With the Beatles, like, George died in 2001, I think, or 1969, depending on who you believe. Hamish. Uh, and I think, it, yeah, it's just... I just hope there's still that thing for the Beatles that we yeah. feel so strongly. And so many people do feel strongly about I had a guy, <laughs> sorry, I had a guy in work. And he said to me, uh, did you go to that Beatles, uh, the Paul McCartney concert? And I went, yeah. And he was like, oh, wasn't it the best? And then he brought me into his office and he showed me the now and then, like the video, right? And I'm thinking, we're in work here, we're surrounded by like the bosses. And we spoke about the Beatles and about Paul McCartney for 45 minutes. Boss, if you're listening to this, please don't fire me. But that's how much people care about it. Yeah, and then when you find someone else who cares about it that much, it's 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 just so important for us. And yeah, this now and then, it, it's it's the gravity of it, and it's it's yeah, yeah it's beautiful. I it have a beautiful. controversial take on this. Go on. And I thought, I thought watching it too. I thought, ah, Paul, you sneaky son of a gun, you've done it again. You've managed to steal one of Lennon's songs. Steal one of his songs. Yeah, like I, I thought too, and at the same time, I thought there would have been songs together that that are in an archive, straight like in mm. that further away. Yeah, that you guys, you guys wrote and you two worked on that John was probably like, ah, <laughs> this one's a bit shit, Paul. You know, like. And and Paul would have been like, oh, you know, we'll keep it for wings, you know. Or maybe maybe he'd already given all these all those bad ideas that that John rejected into wings. You never know. But I just mm. thought, oh, like I thought in a way, it stemmed as a um, like I suppose like the they've given their 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 piece in contribution to it. But I thought this wasn't. A, like a lost Beatles song or a Beatles song, really. It was a Lennon solo song. Yeah, but I think because of the Beatles anthology that came out in the 90s where George had played on it and, you know, they'd done it with a few songs. I think there was like three or four. And then it was like, oh, well, George is on that and John's on that, so they've done it. But, yeah, I mean, what's the song Macker always goes on about? It's that, like, John's credited as a songwriter and he's like, John had nothing to do with that song. <laughs> so I think like that went on because they had that deal, the partnership deal anyway. So there's a lot of shit that came out over the like on, on even on Get Back, like go watch it, it on our YouTube. It's like one of our best viewed videos ever. Like it's fucking it honestly, is the things we've done and it was the very first thing we done together. I am immensely proud of that piece of work we put in there. But yeah, the songs on that were like Paul's playing something and it says like Lennon McCartney and you're like Lennon's not even there how the fuck's you getting the credit with writing yeah. the thing I could get back I could in get saying back. that though I agree you know I'm not going to slag Paul McCartney off too much yeah don't slag him off he's he's the man no alright I'll go from slagging him off to slagging him off right my Becky my, I, <laughs> I learn from the best mm. um I have to say, I go back and forwards a lot of times, and I go back and forwards on, and I like there really is no competition in a way because it doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Both 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 gentlemen have gone and done their thing, and their thing has touched a lot of people and whatever mm. else. So it really doesn't matter at the end of the day who was the best songwriter. But a lot of times, I go through a stage where I'm like, ah, no, 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 no Paul definitely definitely is a bit bit superior to Lennon, and then I go to John Lennon because sometimes I'm like, ah. No, there is something about John that's a bit better than Paul, isn't there? 
And then I kind of go back and forwards. I don't know if you find yourself doing that, but sometimes I- Tom made a comment the other last week and he went, John's, some of John's stuff is just like pretty like, like the good songs, aren't they? But they're not, because he's, the level of production Paul puts into his music is just unbelievable. And yeah. John was kind of like, oh, that's a good song. And that's that. That's the song. Whereas Paul wanted to fucking make it so much bigger. Uh, but yeah, I think, look, you got to enjoy, you get to enjoy both of them. But Lennon you had get to like, enjoy both of them. And I I think that is also too. And I think that the, that the, and David Lee Roth said this once on an episode of Joe Rogan. <laughs> he said, Paul McCartney assault and John Lennon assault and pepper, mm. you know? And, and they certainly are like, he, in, like Paul McCartney is very much a bit more, bit more, little bit more happier. Yeah, John Lennon's a little bit more melancholy. A little bit more melancholy, but but then in saying that, there and I also feel like John was a little bit. I feel like Paul McCartney's a a better musician than John mm. by a long shot. Mm. But John made up for that. I just being a little bit was rough and gritty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the good thing about Salt and Pepper is, no matter what, as long as you shake it up, shake it up, baby. Oh, come on. Come on, baby. That's what you come back for. Um, Hamish, I'm feeling poddy. Uh, guys, if there is any confessions you would like to read out, us to read out on this podcast anonymously, can you send them in to our email, which is... What is the email, Tom? Tom, come on. Tom. West.underground1 at gmail.com. All right, now go back to your hidey hole, bitch. <laughs> Can I just say as well, I can't believe you missed the opportunity to say Salt and Pepper's Lonely Heart Club. Oh! Amateurs. Salt amateurs. and Pepper's Lonely Heart That's uh, why he's paid the big bucks. Yeah, that's why Tom's on the money. All right, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Check out uh, this week's podcast, which is coming out on our YouTube, on the main channel with Gavin Bowles from Gavin Bowles and the Distractions. That'll be coming out this week. So watch out for that. Go and check out Wicked Envy interview. That's up on there as well. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Salt and pepper. One and only arts club band.